In today's episode, we're talking about building a relationship with money when things are not going your way, when things are not working out, when there's adversity or lack or scarcity all around you. Let's find out how. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about building a relationship with money during your hardship, during the times when things are not going your way, when things, um, well, and for all purposes appear to be, you know, in lack and scarcity and, you know, you'll be surrounded by all sorts of adverse conditions. And this is a super important topic because this can happen to you even if you are doing relatively well in your business. So a lot of entrepreneurs I find, and I work with a lot of six and seven figure entrepreneurs, and I find when I look at the businesses, they tend to be in this boom and bust cycle. I too have experienced that in the past when, you know, you go through a period of really, really, um, you know, a little boom, so to speak. And then there are times when you are, you know, you're, you're wondering where the money's going and how it's coming to you and so forth. Now, this is, there is an ebb and flow to money. So I want you to distinguish between ebb and flow money. Money will always be coming and going from you. That's normal. But boom and bust cycle is when you, there is barely enough money to cover expenses and boom and there's more than enough, right? So you know when you've, when you're in boom and bust cycle or when you just, you know, when money's just flowing, you know, there's an ebb and flow of money. So you should be able to distinguish between that for yourself. It's not difficult to know when it's just money's coming, money's going, and other times when you literally you don't know where the money's coming from, and it's you know you're kind of in a panic mode. I think the distinct the distinguishing part or the distinguishing feature about this is when you are in a panic mode. If you are in the ebb and flow of money, money comes and money goes, and you don't panic about it. It's when you become start panicking about money. That's when you know you're in a boom bust cycle, and that's when you have to do something about it. Regardless of where you are and what's going on with you, the first and foremost thing that I always teach, especially when it comes to my high-end clients, is about building that relationship. Now, you can build that through various you know, ways, through many things you do, but the one thing that I talk, talk about and I sort of teach quite a lot is about building it through your money avatar. And I've spoken about this in my book, Loss of Money. I've spoken about this on numerous of the podcasts. And I keep referring back to this. I have actually done a full podcast on this, describing in detail how to create a money avatar. And if you've purchased my book, again, you would see in detail how to create a money avatar too. So I'm not going to go into detail how to create a money avatar, but that's one way. And that's the way that I use. And I sort of talk, talk about and sort of teach in my, in my um, coaching practice. But there are various other ways uh, of, you know, of building that relationship with money. I just find with money advertised, the the far, you know, the easiest and the most, um, I suppose, the quickest as well. So, you know, I found myself, now I'm in the ebb and flow of money. I'm not in, no longer in the boom and bust cycle, but there is an ebb and flow too. So when there is a flow of money coming out from you, um, you know that, you have to remain in the element of faith. Money is going, but money is going to come back. 
Now, I've spoken about faith in another podcast too, when the faith is not in money, the faith is in divine source energy. Remember, anything and everything you have is coming to you from divine source energy. Your source of supply for anything and everything is divine source energy. The channels may be different. So your source of money will always remain divine source energy. Yet your channels could be your business or multiple businesses for that matter, your job, your partner, your parent, uh, I don't know, investments and so forth. So there could be various revenues for you to have. You know, you can have them, then they're all different channels. But the source is always going to be divine source energy. And I was listening to something today, which is quite, you know, really struck my heart. And I truly believe this with the bottom of my heart. If one door closes, I think this is a biblical, um, biblical text, and talking about when one door closes, a larger, bigger door is waiting to open or is already opened and you just have to focus on it. I sort of use it the same scenario when I talk about channels. If one of your channels has closed or is closing, another channel opens up before the old one closes. You just have to focus and realise it's already there and it's open. You have to obviously shift and you know, and your attention and, and uh, focus on the new channel. But the, the important point is, if you don't have this relationship with money, if you don't have faith in divine source energy, you will not even recognize the new channel. You won't even have, see that it's already open. So how do you build a relationship with money in times of adversity and lack of scarcity? Like as you do in any other point, you build it by creating a money avatar and then speaking to your money avatar. Now, in our, in our bi-weekly Q&As for the mastermind, one of the questions I get asked a lot is, oh, it, money was coming really, really a lot and now it's slowed down and, and things have happened. And the very first question I'll ask is, well, are you still doing the modules? Are you still doing the work? It's either yes or no. Most nine times out of 10 is probably a no. And the next question I ask is, how often do you speak to your money avatar? So people start speaking to money when, you know, when they first come to me and start working with me. But when money starts coming and it comes quite ferociously at times, people stop talking to the money avatar. And I think I say this, if you have a really, really good best friend, right? You have this amazing best friend and they've been there when you didn't have anything and and you know, they, you, when you were going through your rough time. So when you are ha- having a good time, would you stop talking to that best friend? Hell no, right? You'd be just as appreciative of them now as you were before. So why would you stop talking to your money avatar once you have money? right? This is an ongoing thing. Now, I have to say, I'm guilty of this as well. And I spoke to my money avatar last night. And keep in mind, that I've had family over for the past two weeks, and I've got more family coming over for for, for the next two weeks. I've got lots of family coming in and out of my home, um, making up for last year when we weren't able to visit each other. But anyhow, and because I've been so busy with them, you know, traveling and outside and going out and whatever else, I didn't get a chance to do much meditation. I haven't been able to speak to my money avatar. So when I did go and speak to her yesterday, she was a bit annoyed with me and she's a bit aloof. And uh, and I, was, I said to Michelle, Michelle, what's up? And, you know, and I could tell that she was annoyed and she felt neglected. And that's normal. You know, why would she not feel neglected? If I haven't bothered to call my friend for two weeks and checked up on how she is, she would get a little bit annoyed. Okay, she, you know, she understands I've got family over, but, you know, even a two-minute check-in would be okay. Just a text, are you okay? I'm just busy with family, whatever. Now, maybe this is taken too far for some people, but I think not. That taught me a lesson, the fact that, I mean, it didn't take me long to, you know, bring Michelle around and we were back to be normal. And, you know, my money, money avatar, I've been building a relationship with her now for the last three, four years. So we have a very, very solid relationship. 
So it doesn't take long for me to bring Michelle around, Michelle being my money avatar. But I, I, it really honed into me that the need to speak to your money avatar on a regular basis, not just so that they're there, that you know, your money avatar is there in your time of need, but also is able to support you and take care of you when you are doing well and for you to become more prosperous. Remember, the idea is not for you to just make money. The idea is for you to become wealthy. Now, the best way to become wealthy, I feel, is through divine, you know, divine inspiration. And one of the easiest, one of the best ways to get divine inspiration or, or to you know, tap into intuition is to speak to your money avatar, ask money, how, you know, how can I get more of you? Where can I, you know, where can I invest to, you know, let you grow? Where, how can I support you and so forth? Now there are other ways to speak to, you know, your tune to intuition, but when it comes to money, I find this to be the easiest. So I do, I, I speak to money and ask, okay, so what can we, how can we do this? And how can we deal with this? And how can we grow this? And how can we, you know, X, Y, Z? And I do get inspiration from my yesterday. I think we were just building on the relationship again. And she said, look, you need to get back on track and you need to work. Because it's true. I've not touched any of my my own work, so to speak. Which, When I say work, I mean marketing work. You know, everything else that I do in my business, I don't see it as work. I just love what I do. Um, including, you know, calling the podcast and, you know, whatever else that I do, I love it. So I, it's not a chore. It's the marketing and sort of doing the admin side, which <laughs> I find a chore. Um, and so she was quite... I wouldn't say harsh, harsh is not the right word, but very, very blunt. And she said, tell me to get back on track and start putting in, implementing sort of the things that I, I know I need to do. And this morning I got up and I made a list of tasks that I have to do. And God, the list is long. And recording this podcast was one of them. So I've just given a priority on recording it. But I've it's literally putting me back on track. Okay, go through this and go one thing after another and go for it. Now, this is all coming from, you can say it's coming from my subconscious mind. You can say it's coming from my, you know, my, even my, con- in my, in my conscious mind, because I know these are tasks I have to do, but it was conveyed to me via my, you know, or from my subconscious mind via my money avatar. So, you know, she highlighted the things that I need to do before she gave me any more, you know, this divine inspiration or this divine work to do. She said, you've got plenty of tasks that need to be completed right now. Do those first and then we'll have a chat. Literally what she said to me. So I made a list of all the tasks that I already knew they have to do and I'm going to do them. And one by one, take them off until the next family arrives. But it was important for me to have that conversation with Maniata. Does that make sense to you guys? So I want you to appreciate the need to have a constant dialogue with your money avatar. Some people may say this is going extreme, but I, I, don't, I don't think so. I want you to have a really solid friendship with money. In order for you to build this relationship, you have to be communicating with money on a regular basis. And this is with any relationship. Any relationship that you nurture and you feed and take care of grows. And any any relationship that you that you don't really communicate with each other and you're not really paying attention and giving time and ten- energy to it, withers away and wastes away. And I've seen that happen. Uh, funny enough, I've got a you know some, someone that's coming to my mind, and our relationship looks like it's coming to a natural end, which is absolutely fine, because people you know friendships are, are do come to a natural end. But it's, I find when I look back and I thought, okay, when, why has this friendship all, you know, come to an end? But it just, it wasn't an overnight thing. Slowly, slowly, we, you know, we less, we communicate less, we were talking less, we were dealing less with each other. And slowly but surely, we've just gone, fallen apart and gone and grown apart. And it's just an actual end of the relationship, right? And that's fine because this happens with your friends all the time and it's, it's okay. 
But when it comes to when it comes to money, if you if money is important to you, then you need to spend the time communicating with money, to be talking to money, to be building a relationship with money. You don't want the relationship to wither away and just to, you know finish. You want to grow it. You want to nurture it. You want to build it so you can actually allow money, more money to come to you and grow it, come to you in larger quantities from multiple sources and for you to become wealthy. Remember the idea in the end of the day is to become wealthy, not just to become, not just to have money. Lots of people, remember, I talk to and I work with a lot of seven-figure entrepreneurs and they have a lot of money, right? They have a lot of money coming in on a monthly basis, yet they are not wealthy because their outgoings exceed or equal their incoming. And so even though they make a lot of money, they waste a lot of money or spend a lot of money. And so they don't, they're not really wealthy. And I'm in that category to some extent as well. I've been there for the longest time as well. And I'm coming out of it and become going into the wealthy category, but it's taking me time. And I've had to reassess my life and certain things and my decisions. And some of them has been purely because of bad, poor invest- investment decisions. I don't waste money in terms of, you know, spending on on, uh, on disrespectful things or as I find, you know, disrespectful things. I've invested a lot of money and it, uh, those investments have gone, you know, pear-shaped and have um, I've lost out. And that's okay. That's fine. Um, you know, we'll have to make more money and reinvest in other things. But the point I'm making here is you can do this, but you have to put the time and effort into it. If you're telling me that you've built this money avatar, which I hope, I sincerely hope you have, because I'll keep drumming about this money avatar again and again from the beginning of my, when I started the podcast up until now. If you have built this, a relate, you know, if you built, you made, a, you've created a money avatar and you've built this relationship, the one thing that I want you to take away from today's podcast is speak to and communicate with your money money avatar every single day. It's not difficult. It's not a long, laborious conversation. You can have a five-minute check-in with your money avatar and just say, are you okay? How are you doing? Um, you know, I just want to see how you were and whatever else. And do you have any messages for me? Do you have any inspiration for me? Can you do anything for me? Whatever else, right? Have a regular check-in. That's all you sometimes need to do. And of course, there are other times, at least, you know, two to three times a week, you should, you know, go into meditative state and have a long conversation with your money avatar. Remember, you have to nurture and build this relationship with money. It's not going to happen overnight and it won't, like it won't wither away overnight, but it won't be developed overnight either. But if you don't pay, if you don't pay in terms of with the energy and time to build this relationship with money, then you will always be chasing money. Remember, the idea for us is to allow money to come to us itself with ease and grace. I don't believe in hustling. I don't believe you should be hustling every single day in your life. You should be enjoying your life. And money should come to you with ease and grace. But the only way it will happen is if you build this relationship with money first. So the takeaway from today's podcast would be build a relationship with money right now, irrespective of how much money you're making. If you're not making much, then this is where you have to have faith that device energy will create a channel for you so you can make money. And while you, while the channel's been created or while you recognize the channel, you need to start building this relationship with money right now. And if you do have money, then you need to build this relationship so it stays with you for longer periods. It can give you inspirational ideas of what you should do and how you should invest it. It can give you the, the necessary edge that you need to start becoming wealthy and not just making money, but start having money and keeping money and allowing money to grow for you. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I will join you another time with another teaching topic. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. 
If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.